Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Armor Investing Morning Meeting. We're going to be talking about the stock market, talking about big picture macro, how we're managing capital. Um, we have our three different strategies that we use right. to um, capture alpha and protect capital. It's a very heavy heart that I have this conversation. I appreciate you joining me this morning. Um, the last 48 hours in Israel has been um, um, medieval, you know, um, tragic, horrific. Um, I have friends and family there, so it's difficult really for me to sit down and have this conversation. Corey it's hard Booker to write the armor. was in Israel when the um, attacks began. Captain's log this no, morning. But markets are going to open at 930. And uh, we have a portfolio. He was jogging in Jerusalem. Walk you through um, Corey Booker. stocks mm. to watch and um, discuss with you a bit how the war unfolding. Hey, P.S. Market is a confirmed uptrend according to stock to, market. Um, and then, of course, our job is to use that as a goalpost and read and react to what's actually happening. So I'll give you some levels on, you know, if, you know, X occurs, how I'll, how I'll uh, execute it, if Y. I know. I, I, I that's just so disgusting to me. And I, um, I before I dive in, Corey Booker, this is a virtual already. hedge fund experience. So um, you're the portfolio manager on the desk. Take the information I'm sharing. Figure out how it fits your risk um, and you your know, goals. Make your I don't mean to be cynical. Decisions and what we like to say on this desk is be the smart money. Take the information you hear and then be the smart money and execute your own strategy. There's Northrop. Um, there's Lockheed Martin. So this is a conversation okay. about investing. General Dynamics. I mean, Northrop is better. Make General Dynamics. Okay. I just I, will I don't think you go by these things this morning that I think on, um, is important news and we'll war. I just move on to how to how this all affects uh, portfolios. Um, what occurred over the weekend is um, nothing short of horror. It it is um, terroristic in every way. There's no excusing it. There's no coming up with scenarios of why it's acceptable. It's just pure and outright disgusting. And what I want to say is um, there will be the um, narratives that come out trying to explain away why a group of people would act worse than animals um, and, and, and attack women and children. And I just want to share with you real quick that, um, that that narrative, people pushing that narrative, either have a total and deep-rooted lack of understanding for the history of Israel, and they, you know, and they push that narrative out of pure ignorance because they just don't know, or they're pushing it out of malice. 
and you have to be very careful. I know there's a lot of conversation about narrative. to assume that the acts um, that were done over the weekend had anything to do with an occupation there's a lot of conversation or a temple about, mount um, issue is to um, misdirect. How is it possible away that away from the heinous security apparatuses, intelligence from so the U.S. and that. Israel didn't see what was um, about to happen? There is a tie-in to the stock market here. But what I what I really find why would I make that? How did the markets not see what was about to happen? I think we've happen? been that's what I find interesting. There's always over the years. a nefarious actor that knows what's going to happen over and profits off of it in the equity market. Over the, the commodity years, market, desensitized. Just look at 9 stories that come out of this. And the airline stocks were come out of the middle crashing, east. pun intended. And so maybe it's a bad pun. I hope this shocks for like a month before 9/11. And I remember looking at that saying, "What is going on with airlines? Why are those stocks being wrecked? This is not. You know what I'm saying? Why are those stocks being wrecked? Well, then we found out on and off. Crashed into the building. Amount of years. Obviously, somebody knew that. This is something terrorists way past on huge lines, and they funded their operations for the next decade. So that I just anyone I find it amazing that there wasn't somebody could acknowledge know who was buying a serious amount of energy futures last week intellectually. I mean, the price of energy was going down. Anybody who's intellectually that doesn't honest would recognize any sense to me. And so, past, you know, any excusable. I, uh, but before so we lay it at the is, feet, it's ratcheted up a situation. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, really I, don't, I don't know, know what happened to the intelligence community. But so how does this the most the intelligent community has always been, to me, at its basic commodity core. and equity markets. You, you see weird talk stuff happen, it. and then you see events. And there's no weird like stuff that happened. It was, in fact, it was the opposite. It almost seems irrelevant. I mean, take a look at Northrop Grumman and, and Lockheed Martin. The stocks were going down in front of this. Because you would think the two of the groups that would go off of human life that this occurred uh, um, and what will inevitably again. occur would have been it makes a strange move higher, money, let's say, in you know the defense stocks. Like why? Just why are the defense stocks going up? You know, and a and and a rip higher in, in in oil last week, and I would have been like, wow, here comes oil. And we would have thought it had something to do with something else. But then we but, would have thought, oh, people knew this was about to happen and they just know, profited off of that's it. That's what we're here to do. So but it was the exact opposite. I'll tell things. you that generally when a war breaks that, out, that's, I, I, the knee-jerk reaction that, I don't get that. is to sell off the equity markets. There will be a rally in certain commodities, gold, silver goes with it, energy for sure. But when it comes to equity markets, that knee-jerk selling usually gives way to buying by the end of the week. So there could be a couple ugly days, and then the buying starts. And the reason is, while all the noise is out there around you of what this may or may not do to inflation and economies and all that, that's got nothing to do with why the stock market moves. It has everything to do with central banks. If there is a destabilizing war, right, and so the world markets are destabilized. Central banks begin working together to add liquidity to the market. That's what happens. So that's the goalpost that we should expect. If we see something else occurring, we have to react to that. And I would say there's something seriously wrong with the market if we take out the lows of last week. If the lows of last week give way, the market's in serious trouble. And I and I give that a very small probability, okay? Because if things unfold as aggressively as as 
expected slash feared in the Middle East, it would make so it very at, hard um, for the Fed to continue big cap worrying tech. about See raising how, how interest rates. Forming here. These seven and names, it, what will take center stage, is making sure there's liquidity. They show us the direction of the market. So Netflix, um, that would Amazon's trying to break above the armor move. And average Google show. You know, looks like it's about to make a new high. Tesla's trying so to rally if off. If that's the not the case, we have to react to that. What happened last week in front of the those look pretty good to me, actually. Um, that looks like the market's going to go higher if you look at the Nasdaq 100 hor- names. Horrible actions over the weekend is a stock market that was trying to bounce. The weighted indexes are in the process of rallying off of the 200-day moving average. We have Armor Algos set up to trade 10 indexes. All of them together make the risk monitor. We need to see more than two give us a risk on entry point. But at the end of the week, NASDAQ 100 and the S&P 500 weighted indexes, SPY, QQQ, the algos for those indexes gave us a risk on entry Look point. Look at the bond market. Now, we had a huge day trading on Friday. We day traded, so we have three separate strategies. I like to really call it the armor. The bond market's rallied off of so what the, we do here with a significant amount of our capital is that we own U.S. Treasury bills at five and a half percent, and then we use the yeah. brokerage dollar to day trade, triple the S and P and triple the Nasdaq 100 weighted indexes. When I say the brokerage dollar, we don't pay margin interest if it's a day trade. So they literally allow us to borrow capital because we have 100% of our portfolio collecting 5.5% in treasury bills. Okay, So then we borrow capital, trade it, give the capital back, get to keep the upside. That's the alpha. So out of the, out of the, the um, carry just to trade. put this in. Uh, so we had, we had a put nice different day on Friday I, making money on that carry trade. Our armor carry we have two portfolios, special right situations now, portfolio and having, macro fund. Had okay. basically like a break we do, trade there. Got on a trade, hit the stop, in, in a special aside. situations For those of you new to the desk who don't trade with me every day, our profits, you're on the playbook it's right about now, capturing the, the rip higher. As soon as we identify that it's the not the rip higher, I don't want my money in trading portfolio. So that's why we follow this particular stop progression. We have our macro fund. All we're doing is executing carry trades. So 15 in excess of minutes, an hour of our capital is in cash and not have my money at risk. Every and second I have five and a half percent, I risk another piece of every day we go in there looking for volatility, down trying so to capture something. So I only upside. want my money at risk. What it is? If the market is screaming higher, as soon as I recognize that's not happening, I take the money out. I'm collecting five and a half percent. So we're doing that. Put capital to work in the morning, and it doesn't extend immediately. I'm going to step aside and wait for the next setup. That's how we day trade. This weekend is one of the reasons why I really. Is about only extracting so alpha doing that. when the probabilities are at their highest risk. and the reward is worth the so risk. Okay? Every second I hold the position, awful risk things are like this. that negatively impact the equity markets. Every second I hold the position that's not making you money, enormous amount of cash. So, collecting five and a half back into cash, wait for the next going to Attack the market today. The QLD is lower, and then we're going to put that cash to work to capture upside if it's there. Right. So it's an, Unless the market takes out below a Friday, way to run we're going to be long those Because we have no concerns about okay. what happens so overnight. Those are two different things. We're just the market treasury bills. higher from here. 
I'm going to make some good money. Now with our special situation, when we had the risk on, I can do that. I don't have to trade my day trade money in the Qs and the S. That day trade money is high graded entry points only. Put that capital to work in this right now. This market right now is not high graded. This is more of a question mark. So with less than a third of all of our capital, I like twice the performance down the S&P and takes out the opening range high and takes off. At the end of the day, I was sharing this with our insiders as it was happening. I said, guys. You're going to have to make your own choice here. I'm going to make mine. And my choice was to hedge that position into the weekend, owning puts on the equally weighted S&P, the, uh, the symbol. Order filled. It, I, I think a reasonable strategy being between here and the end of the year, for, forget about all what's going on geopolitically, just a reasonable strategy from here to the end of the year would be long the weighted indexes and short the equally weighted indexes. And I think you would capture alpha doing that. The Magnificent Seven, you've heard you know, all about the Magnificent Seven um, and the impacts on the market. Take a look at this chart right here, okay? So this is what the seven stocks, Facebook, Meta, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, NVIDIA, and Tesla have done for the equity markets this year. So I, I haven't okay. put out any short yet. Contra the contribution this year. I'm thinking about it. I haven't done it yet. 493 stocks is basically break-even actually break going to be down, down for the year, year now. We make another morning. top okay. in here and it breaks down. And then seven stocks maybe I'll are put up. my short out. That one chart puts in stark relief what's happening to the stock market. Okay? So... To be long SSOQLD, I am going to capture those seven names, and I'm going to carry periodically puts on the weighted on the equally weighted index. Oh, there goes Treasuries to hedge it on the up days. I'll make more money on the weighted indexes than I will on the equally weighted loss. You see what I'm saying? And on down days, they just crush the equally weighted. It's down more than the weighted. And in Q4, hedge funds that have been making money on those seven names all year are going to do everything they can to support those seven names into the end of the year and collect their 20%. So if I'm going to go long based on an algo, which I was on Friday and I am right now, I'm going to hedge it short. With so Treasury is a new high on the day in here. If the market is down big this morning, it's only down about three, two-thirds of a percent. Okay? It's not down a lot, the market. I'm going to let the market open, trade for 15 minutes, and see what direction we go. If we break above the opening range high, and I'm putting on a long trade, because on our day trade portfolio, the armor carry trade will be getting long off of the low. So no risk overnight. Market's down. Gives a risk on entry point. Well, our silver trading strategy. All, great. I just put a whole bunch of capital to work. Okay. Now we're moving out. If the market here. trades 15 minutes and breaks below yeah, the opening, I, I just low, don't have any interest in this. Puts a little bit longer. Gold but if we get a risk on entry dunk. point, I'm going to book the profit on the massive break. Put it out again at the end of the day. Uh, I'm not. Or I'm not I touching these assets right now. I don't. I don't care what's going on in the world. Rather get five and a half percent. We can go over a list of stocks if you want. Top stocks to watch. We can do it. But I got to be honest with you. 
before I put a single stock in my portfolio, first of all, the risk monitor is red, so I don't have any interest in buying a lot of stocks. The, the, one of the major reasons for that is when the market goes down big, let's say it continues to go lower, it's very hard to manage 10 different positions. You have slippage. You're losing more money than you should trying to manage the 10 positions you thought were great ideas. This is not a market for the ideas that you think are great. When the risk monitor is green, the Fed's adding liquidity, your great ideas can soar. But that's not the market we're in. There's seven stocks holding up the market. The Fed's reducing liquidity. If you're going to get in there and throw punches, you've got to focus on where the money's flowing, and you've got to do something that you can defend quickly. So if I buy QLD and SSO, I'm focused, I'm hyper-focused on where the money's flowing, and I can get out like that if I have to. How many positions are you looking at? that you're going to add to your portfolio if the market's going up, that you think can double the performance of the NASDAQ 100? How many? Again, just to reiterate, Somebody you know, tells I'm not putting any Nvidia. capital I say, to Why? work. I only have money Let's to work. Let's buy Tesla. Why? The S&P. Is Tesla going to go the, up um, twice the performance of the NASDAQ, NASDAQ 100? NASDAQ weighted indexes. I have my finger on the trigger. Because if it's not, you know, why take that individual stock the, risk? Just go uh, buy our, QLD. Uh, you're going to get RSP Tesla and, and everything and building else. building a short up. position. Uh, so we in, want to um, limit our risk if we're going to put capital to work. That means limiting the number of ideas. In small caps in the Dow. Focusing on where the strength is. If the risk monitor were to change, we have been short and I was real willing estate, to put individual stocks in I think in I just want to stick with the most liquid assets put stocks in and there. trade indexes if I do anything. Representative QLD. I don't need to go buy Google. It's not going to double the performance of the NASDAQ 100. But I might buy Trade Desk. I might buy Uber. I might buy whatever else at the top of my list that I, that I think can have exponential returns if I buy it right that will more than double the performance of the market. If I don't think that, then I'm not buying the stock. So that's just something for you to think about. Um, so the majority of our capital is protected because of we're, carrying, we're following the armor carry trade. A portion of the capital is out in the NASDAQ 100 and the S&P 500, and that's defended with puts. I expect the market to rally if the war gets worse because central banks will support the market. Liquidity will come in. If that's not the case, we've got to react to it. Those are, you know, those are the major points of the strategy that I'll be executing. If you've got any questions for me, feel free to shout out. I'm happy to go over it with you um, before we split. I think that covers uh, everything that I wanted to share with you. I think it does. Okay. So I know energy prices are going to – here's another thought. In case you have a question, you could put it in the comment section. I'm happy to answer it. But um, – Armor Insiders, of course. Oh, I'll, this I'll is setting up a short pattern to me on the live stream at at um, at nine thirty. But here's something to you know think about. There's, I spent a lot of time covering what was going on in in Israel over the weekend, and um, what's really interesting to me, I don't know what to make of this, but there's like a lot of talk about how. Nobody knew this was going to happen. 
which can be a little bit disturbing, right? Because where were the security apparatuses of Israel, of the U.S., right? And and um, what what is it, what's kind of strange to me, and just something I'm thinking about, and I'll share with you, is I, I don't I think I think everybody was caught off guard by it, and I say that because take a look at the financial markets. If you look back at other terrorist attacks, this is a terrorist attack. Okay? Don't spend a second trying to pretend that there's a reason for it. We could talk about that some other time. The act was terror. Period. Full stop. Generally, when a terror attack occurs, somebody knows, and, the, and equity and commodity markets begin behaving strange before it occurs. Example. 9-11, airline stocks. Airline stocks were going down for over a month for no reason. Nobody could figure out why are airline stocks getting whacked. Well, we found out. Was getting whacked. And somebody in the Middle East made a lot of money on that because they shorted airline stocks like crazy. Too early for those stocks. So I just find it very strange that the price of oil was going straight that's down. The, right into that's the, why we use the lock and load that, that would not today. be no, like Lock the most obvious here. answer it is to be buying oil. Not like if oil had been levitating in front of this, you're not losing I would, money. You that would make sense to me. That green box I find it odd that then you could put a trade on that. But this selling energy right was, here is to me going straight down in front of this. Need more time consolidating around the 50 before I want to buy that. Because inevitably this should affect the energy market in a major way. I think that that is from all I can gather. Meta looks this fantastic. Is, this is something wow, definitely. If I was buy one NASDAQ 100, you know, big cap name, it would be Meta. Followed closely by Google, probably. So many moving Their parts. Pipelines, still long there, and we're long, we're long AT&T in our dividend portfolio. Let's stay out of the geopolitical realm, and let's just focus on the looks market. Looks like the cybersecurity names are just Market lower out. at the open. I expect it to rally off that That's level. I expect to get really long today. I expect to book profits and, on my puts, that put them out later. That's where my head is right now. The, the market takes out the lows of the Friday. Cybersecurity. I will I think be loading up same on the put side. So, you know, and I will be getting short again because I imagine stocks, the market will be going a lot lower. You've got to focus on uh, that's That's kind of where that it is for me. That's the, that's the goalpost. All right, guys. I look forward to working with you at 930. Anybody got a question, feel free to throw it in the comment section. I'm happy to answer um, throughout the day. Um, in the comment section of this video. And uh, Armor Insiders, I'll see you at 9.30 on the live desk and we'll, we'll get our day started. Everybody stay safe out there, friends and family in Israel. Um, and um, remember to be your own smart money. Don't listen to any one talking head. Take everything, put it together, be the smart money and execute your strategy.
some point in here, Brian, does Treasury's TLT start to go up as equities sell off? That's the uh, I think that's the, the bigger question. I, I think that we're all we're all used to looking at TLT saying, oh, TLT goes up. Q's have to go up. It's not always like that. And particularly not when there's significant unrest in the world. Most obvious examples, 2020 treasuries went berserk to the upside. TLT went berserk to the upside uh, in, in, in 2020 as the market cratered. So um, uh, we have to watch that and, and see if this, this rally right here, you would expect uh, S&P and NASDAQ to be, to be moving higher um, with that rally. And so what I'm saying is, we need to recognize when correlations break down because it will have significant meaning. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. But let's just say TLT's up big today and the market ends up on the lows, you know, going south. That would tell you that the geopolitical problems are maybe even more important than, than people realize. You see what I'm saying? Um, the market up until this very moment is focusing on the Fed and raising rates and all those other things. If TLT goes up and the Qs break down, it tells you the market is shifting away from worrying about the Fed and is focused completely on what's going on in the Middle East. So here's the breakdown coming in and why you can't stay long the S&P and the NASDAQ in here for a day trade. That trade's dead.
My take so far is the market's remarkably quiet right now after what occurred over the weekend. And I don't know if that's support from central banks. Probably not. I think it's people are whistling past the graveyard. That's how it feels to me. Not going to force my will. It's not even my will. I, God, I wish the market was going higher. But if the market starts rolling over here, you've got to defend capital if you're long. Because the bottom's going to fall out of things. Uranium's getting destroyed. I mean, the bottom's going to fall out of things um, that don't have um, enough uh, institutional support. Small caps, things like that are going to get wrecked. Beginning to add some puts uh, on RSP and some positions on TWM and, and the Dow. These are hedges. As the market breaks down in here, if the market takes out the opening range low, I probably exit my QLD and SSO swing trades for the time being and, and you know, take a take a pause and see where we are at the end of the day. I might put them back out. Drilling stocks on the move. There's drilling stocks are on the move. There's Tidewater. FTI. Tidewater FTI. Drilling should be on the move. Great breakout you got in EQT, man. <laughs> 